Welcome to the Hasley Podcast, the show where I interview rappers five days a week. And on today's episode, I have on HD Ben Dope. What's going on, man? Yo, yo, yo. How you feeling? I'm good, man. Hey. You know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I'm feeling good myself. <laughs> <laughs> for sure I'm interested to know like you, how you got into music and how long you've been doing it and all like starting off with that we could start from there okay so very beginning like inception of all this shit I was probably like six years old or whatever like so my mom she didn't listen to rap music at all like not in the house when we were in the car she wasn't playing Hot 97 none of that shit like, okay so I got all my rap influence from my brother my oh, brother yeah. is 13 years older than me. Oh, dang. And he he had, like, so he would have uh, 50, you know, all these people. So around, like, uh, like eight years old is when I started, like, taking the CDs. I would go to school because I went to school in Manhattan for fourth, starting at fourth grade. So I would have a CD player, and I would just take his CDs. And then while I was on the train, I would listen to whatever I took from him. So I was taking 50 Cent, Freeway, Young Guns, like, all these people. And that was, like, my introduction to okay. hip-hop as a listener, like, for real. Like, mm-hmm. other than just hearing it outside randomly, you know? So that was, like, really me digesting it. I remember uh, listening to that Snoop Dogg, The Rhythm and Gangster album. Okay. Had that shit on repeat crazy. <laughs> but anyway, listening to all this music, and, like, at nine years old, I was kind of, like, getting influenced by, it. like, all right, where I'm jotting some stuff down, whatever it may be writing stories and things of that nature but that wasn't really like I'm doing this rap shit but then I turned 11 and I, w- I was like yo I want to start rapping and I had like my group of friends and I was like yo we're all gonna start rapping like y'all gonna do it hey. too so <laughs> what I did is I had a my first Sony it's just like little child's radio right and it comes like with a microphone attached to it okay so I would go to school well, first off, I would burn instrumentals on a CD, right? So, like, just the popular instrumentals, whatever was out at the time. And mm-hmm. then I would take my grandmother's boombox, as well as the My First Sony joint with the um, with the mic attached to it. And when we would get to school, I would record on the My First Sony with a cassette tape, and then hold the microphone up to the boombox speaker, and then we would just rap into it. So hey. That's how we just, like, did it. <laughs> All our first like songs. And I still have that cassette tape. I'll never play it for anybody. But ah, oh, damn, <laughs> That's but, what's um, up, yeah, dude. So, yeah. So from there, it was like, all right, we're just doing bullshit rap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. As I said, Fifty Cent was my biggest influence at the time. So like, mm-hmm. all the shit was kind of reflective of Fifty, and I was like eleven years old rapping like a baby Fifty at the time. So that makes sense. It was just very wild. But um, once I got into high school. That's when I heard J. Cole for the first time, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like the switch that was kind of like, all right, word, I want to rap more about my own shit rather than just trying to create this persona for no reason, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that was like the start of me really... And what year was that? Perspective. 2009. Okay, I was, I was wondering if it was like you heard of J. Cole earlier than I would have, because you're from New York, so you probably heard... You were probably jamming out to him before he even blew up. Possibly, I don't know. Uh, actually, I heard about J. Cole right when uh, the Rock Nation deal got announced, like around that the time that the murmurs were happening. Because uh, Warm Up, yeah, Warm Up was the first project that I heard from. Like, I still remember, like 
sitting at the computer and listening to that shit. Like, yeah. And it, it was um the song, I Get Up. That was the song that really made me go, oh, this is the guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from that, from that point, it was kind of like, all right, word, I'm going to be more of an introspective. I want to just get out my story. And then when I turned 16 is when I put out my first, like, official mixtape, which was just me rapping on other people's beats. Mm-hmm. And... From that point, it was like, all right, this is what I'm doing. Like, I was serious about it. Like, yeah. Everything before then, it was kind of like, all right, word. Everything is just a dream. But 16 was like, all right, now nah, this is something I'm about to do for real. Hell yeah, bro. That's what's yeah. up. And yeah, I could definitely, definitely hear you have like a real hip hop kind of sound going on. And like, I mean, I love, I love that kind of sound. But it, it, it's, it's definitely that that real hip hop J Cole kind of kind of sound and i could definitely hear that in like it's actually it rem- it's reminiscent of like uh top t- uh twally Qua- ah, i can't even fucking say the name god yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah it reminds me of like that stuff and like just some real ass hip-hop bro yeah i mean for sure at the end of the day it's like i i, I guess that's just the shit that kind of uh draws me in mm-hmm. i mean to be honest th- like it's interesting when people like classify my shit as the real hip hop shit because like a lot of the things that people uh, deem as like the real hip hop quote unquote. Yeah, exactly. I don't necessarily listen to it all. The time. Okay. Like <laughs> if if I was to tell you my playlist, like it's it's not a lot of the quintessential quote unquote real hip hop. Like I'm not. I don't have the Talibs and yeah uh, tribe in my re- everyday playlist. But I mean, I definitely do respect that music. And, you know, For sure. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. I, like. I, I can, I can understand that too because I don't even know what my music sounds like, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't I like know. What it is. What's that? I feel like what it is. It's kind of like, um, so imagine like a comedian, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how Pryor is like deemed as like the guy for mm-hmm. comedy, right? And yeah. then the people that kind of came up under Pryor is like Eddie Murphy or somebody like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Now imagine somebody in like that came after Eddie Murphy that paid attention, like really studied Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they go back and, and look at prior and they might not be as impressed because it's like, well, Eddie is their guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Eddie did it. He, he elevated on top of what prior did. So I kind of feel like that's the same way with me and a lot of like the older music is like, because I started with J Cole, like that was my introduction to quote unquote real hip hop. So like, yeah. a lot of, uh, other old shit i don't necessarily bump all the time the same way i might bump a j cole or a kendrick you know what i'm saying yeah that, like, ma- that makes but, sense again still still respect all of that music for sure so so that's kind of like your your lane uh of, of like your style and stuff so how, how do you feel about like the newer kind of rap that's coming out that's overtaking the the lyrical kind of rap how, how do you feel about that uh to be honest i don't mind it at all like i I feel like there's a time and place for everything. I was just in the car and on the, the playlist that I was listening to, I was listening to uh, Slim Jim, Slim Jimmy, the joint that just dropped that was on there. Uh, freaking YFN, Lucci, NBA Youngboy, like yeah, a bunch of different shit is just on this playlist. But as well as you know, Kendrick being on the playlist, J Rock on the playlist, like I'm just into the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's not, that's exactly I, I how I am. Yeah, I'm not against any of the the shit that people are, you know, like trying to revolt against. I, guess. I know, right? <laughs> I just look at it as like a time and a place for everything. Like, I'm not necessarily trying to uh, dissect all of the 
the microwave rap. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. hair. But microwave. Microwave is sometimes cool. Like sometimes you don't want to <laughs> freaking heat your food up on the stove. Sometimes you just want to throw it in the microwave. You try to eat real quick. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what's up. I never heard it referred to as microwave microwave web rep. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Cool. I really like how you said you uh used to record with the the Sony thing, the Sony little mix thing. Yeah. And because when I first like I was doing like I don't know, like a freestyle thing like back in 2012 and I would take my my phone and I would play the beat on the phone and I just like equalize my mouth and equalize the distance of the beat to the microphone yeah. and like you just do like a, a natural equalization instead of like exactly and no, it, it's tight yeah exactly like my biggest thing is you gotta always work with what you have to yeah try to make that shit sound like it's elite like I remember when I was uh first putting out music like recording in my crib and shit Mm-hmm. And people were just like, yo, what studio you go to? Oh, shit, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're going to a studio. And I was, that used to be like gratification. It is. At that time, just off the strength. Like, even if they, I didn't care about them liking the music or not. It was just the fact that it was like, I'm using this $50 microphone and my MacBook and nothing else. And people are like asking me what studio I go to. Like, that shit was cool. For like, sure. Just being able to use what you have and trying to make the best of it. Yeah, and like, like and like the, the content and like like the content and the way you you manipulate it is more important than the, the piece of equipment I think. Yeah, hundred percent. You just gotta know what you're doing. You know, what I mean, like it's all in your mind at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like anything can kind of be done, especially with computers and all this shit. But it's just it starts in your mind. Like I've been to studios and people have the boards and they got. All this crazy hardware that I, quite frankly, have no idea how to use. But <laughs> I get in a room and I'm just like, you're charging people X amount of dollars for some shit that doesn't really sound like it came out of all of this hardware. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, it sounds it's like the person, not the equipment that really matters. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I'm just very big on that. Like, just trying to acquire as much knowledge and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to further the sound inside my head prior to looking for the box to do it. So when you record at home, what, what software do you use on your MacBook? Logic? I mean, yeah, I'm using Logic. Okay. I just recently got an iMac because my MacBook crashed, and that was, like, the most devastating shit to me. I was out in uh, France, and... France? I, <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was touring at the time. I, but the, I like how you made that... You kind of said that all nonchalant, like, I was out in France, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was out there touring, right, and... French TV is trash. I mean, just because I'm not from France. But yeah. <laughs> so I would watch Netflix every night. So I'm there. I'm about to go to sleep. And I'm turning on my laptop to watch Netflix. And the shit just comes on. And it goes right off. Oh. Like, I was like, oh, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. So whatever. I just sleep on it. Then we go take it to the Apple store the next day. And then they're like, yeah, we can fix it. But we got to wipe your whole hard drive. And I was like, fuck. Oh, shit. So I ended up coming back to new york and that's when i just had them um get everything off my hard drive and then i had to wipe it but then maybe like a month later i ended up just getting an imac because i was like i don't want to deal with this bullshit ever again yeah definitely for sure <laughs> that that would be hella shitty man. that's interesting you were doing a tour out in uh france how did you get on that so my shit really started in europe to be honest like okay when i 
put out my first video in 2012. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the people that were um, that hung on to me first. And I think it's mainly because 2012 was like the quote unquote renaissance, I guess you want to say. Yeah. Like Joey was out, Action Bronson. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Smoke Dizzle. Like all these people that were kind of very reminiscent of the sound, this golden age sound that everybody tries to cling to. Mm-hmm. And with Europe, there's a very big market for that. Like they yeah. really like that sound especially like the uk and stuff i I know for sure like they and there's still like artists coming out that have that that quote unquote real hip-hop sound (laughs) yeah a hundred percent i've never been to the uk unfortunately i definitely want to go this year but um but yeah i a lot of these people were kind of coming to my shit just i guess trickle down effect you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they they found uh either joey or action or whomever it may be it was like all right well there must be more and they kind of went on a search for it i guess and they ended up finding my shit and from there it built into just people paying attention and my booking agent from europe ended up emailing me he was like hey i'm coming to new york can i meet with you yeah and it was like all right sure why not um and this is sketchy as shit so he tells me yeah, we're going to meet. He's asked me, like, what's in my neighborhood? I'm like, yeah, there's a Burger King. He's like, all right, cool. We're going to meet at the Burger King. Yeah. So I walk to my Burger King, and he's a, like, they pull up in this van, mm-hmm. and the, they slide the van door open. It's a black dude what driving the, fuck? the van. <laughs> it sounds like a movie, bro. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. So then they slide the door open, and it's a it's a woman, and the, the dude I was talking to, his name is Batty. That's my booking agent. He's in the van, and he's like, oh, yeah, so, um, would you like, you want to go to the park or something and sit down? I'm like, uh, <laughs> yo, this is weird. Like, <laughs> right? I was just like, yeah, like, I just said, yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> we ended up, so I end up getting in this van and I'm sitting in this van. And in my head, I'm just like, yo, this is like the, the beginning of the law and order. Like, this is how this <laughs> happened, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but ended up going to that park, uh, to Dittmas Park. It's in my neighborhood. And we, uh, we just sat and talked and he was like, yo, there's, there's a market you in Europe like I hear people talking about you mm-hmm. I want to get you out there and this was 2013 like end of 2013 okay. maybe beginning of 2014 and he was like yeah I want to get you out there so in my head it was kind of like all right whatever cool people talk all the time like mm-hmm. that's just how it is in this you know music thing like everybody's telling you something yeah. so I didn't think much of it but it was cool like meet them and then in that summer he was coming back out here, and he said, uh, I'm throwing a show for Sean Price in, at SOBs. He was like, can you open up? And this was the first show I ever got paid for. I got $100 for that show, and that was like the illest shit to me because it was like, you know, yeah. I got paid. That's so, dope. But I did that show, and then after I finished that show, he was like, yo, I'm definitely bringing you to Paris. I said, all right, well, uh, whatever. That, was, that show was in July. In November 2014, it was my first show in Paris. Okay. It, did yeah, did, so. did they pay for for like you to dr- fly out there and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was taken care of. That was tight. But the first show I did in Paris, I was opening up for Doppelgangers, right? And it was just a, a rap duo. Okay. And I was supposed to do fifteen minutes. So we get there, and th- this was the first time like I had people know who I was because I'm walking like past this little yeah. bar that we're about to perform in, and somebody just screams out, "Yo, lab rat!" And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like. That's this is dope. different. Like, people know who I am. Like, 
it'll fuck my head up. But yeah. whatever, we're in there sitting in this like little hookah lounge waiting for our time to perform. And again, we're opening up so we get 15 minutes. We're waiting, mm-hmm. we're waiting, we're waiting. The promoter calls. He's like, yo, you can't do 15 minutes. There's too many people here for you. You have to do a full set. So now oh, I get shit. there and I got to stretch 15 minutes to an hour now. So I'm doing all these songs that I didn't prepare for and I forgot so much of my words. Like it was just a very bad performance, but it was great just because the yeah. reason why it was bad is because so many people came to see that's me. yeah, for sure. I, yeah, it was tight. But I got to redeem myself for my second time going to Paris. So Hell yeah. it, it worked out. <laughs> it worked when, out. When you were on stage, did you let them know like, hey, I'm about to fuck this shit up? <laughs> no, because I was kind of just like word just fake it till you make it hey. until it was like until i forgot the words of the first song and i was like oh shit yeah like, <laughs> and it was kind of like all right word i'm gonna just have to try my best but mm-hmm. it was cool that's, was that's cool. cool you still like tried to go for it and so, so you went back there a second time though like like a, like yeah so the second time i went there was my show okay so that, that venue i think it was like 150 cap which was cool like and that was my own show. It was like mm-hmm. the last show of the tour. I lost my voice. Like it was crazy, but it was a really cool show. And then um, I did the most recent show I did in Paris was last year, and that was with Black Milk. And that show oh, was nice! Fire. I've seen him live yeah. before, actually, in Chicago. Oh, there! <laughs> did you see him with the band? Yeah, it was with the band and everything. Yeah. Like they had like a bassist with like a bunch of fucking strings. I think, <laughs> if oh, I remember right. Fire. Yeah fire yeah it was, it was pretty so, cool i actually i went to the the cd baby uh conference that they had that was like their first oh, first ever one and black milk was performing for them and i was like that was my first time in chicago as well nah that's what's up yeah yeah black milk is fire hell yeah it's it's shows nice really nice well that that's a fucking awesome story bro <laughs> like i'm glad you're still doing it how, how is how is your uh audience out there now are you still like uh growing and building on things yeah, exactly. I mean, the the last show that I did in Europe, I had um, I did a show by myself, which was in Lyon, France, and okay. that was like two hundred cap, and that was that was like the most. I feel like that's probably like my top level show. That and a show I did in Switzerland. Okay, those are like very high for me, just because. See, when I when I go out to Europe, a lot of times I'll be like on the bill with other people, but those two shows specifically and that uh, second Paris show, that was, it was just me on the bill. So, mm-hmm. you know, they get rated like differently to me because it's what I drew. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, so it, it feels a lot different. It feels cool. So, yeah, I mean, the, the goal is to go back out there this year for sure. Definitely. That definitely is, uh, definitely should be the goal. But I'm, I'm curious, uh, uh, like, do you get paid like per head that pops up, or do you get paid like a certain amount of money before like the show starts? No, so it's paid like there's a guaranteed fee. Okay. Off top, yeah. So that's how it works out. That's what's up. So that that means you're you're making money off of your your, your music, and you've been making money off yeah. of your music. <laughs> yeah, d- decent. I mean, I'm not I'm not freaking like living like yo, I'm good. But you yeah, know, it's it's cool to just be able to say like okay. I get paid to do what I do, mm-hmm. but definitely not to the point where it's like, yo, I'm just living off of all of this. Okay, I was about nah, to say, because a lot of the times, a lot of people don't understand that you can still, like, 
you don't have to be making millions to be a successful rapper. You could make like a like a basic salary that someone makes at like a McDonald's yeah. or something, and that that would be the dream for me. Like to make the money I make at my job right now. Like that would be like the level right, I want right. to get at. Just doing music, yeah, yeah. Nah, for sure. Have Have you gotten uh, there yet, or or how close are you to that? No, nah, I'm not there yet. Like especially with uh, streaming and things like these things these days. Like you can't rely on that to mm-hmm. be the source of income. But I mean, obviously, like merch and uh, yeah, just all that shit. Like it goes into it. But I'm not at the point where it's like, yeah, I'm good. Like I don't have to do anything else because I still shoot videos on the side mm-hmm. just to you know keep the pockets going you know what i mean for sure and you've been doing videos for a while like how do you get those set up and like what are the rates for those so when i'm getting videos for my own shit like i recently got a camera like my, my homie ended up investing in getting me a camera just so i can use it nice and uh that's been my go-to for all my videos. So I haven't been paying for videos for a while now. And then I edit all my own shit. So nice. I don't really have to worry about that. Yeah, I but, love uh, I love the video aspect. I love creating videos. It's one of my my other passions that I have. What What do you use? I just got my camera. Uh, I got I've been using my iPhone, but I just got the the Canon T seven I, which is like the the seven DD. Got you. And then uh, for editing, you use Final Cut or Adobe. Uh, Adobe Premiere. Ah, uh, yeah. That shit, I don't know, for some reason, this shit was, like, kind of difficult to me. Even yeah. Even though, like, I use Photoshop heavy. Yeah, me too. And I know how to use it for the most part, but, uh, Adobe Premiere, I don't know, it was weird. A prob- I think what fucked me up is because the first time that, uh, I used Adobe, I used After Effects thinking it was Premiere. Oh, like, yeah. After Effects and Premiere was <laughs> the same thing, so I was trying to edit a video and I'm like, yo, there's no sound. Like how the fuck do people mm. use this? This is stupid. And I was just like tearing this shit to shreds and I was like, yeah, it's clip for that. So I just went to Final Cut. That's funny. My first time I, I did, got into it, I thought I needed to do After Effects because I was watching tutorials and I started out with After Effects and I was confused. But then I dropped it for like a year and then I went back to it like just a year ago. And like I've been oh, using that. Premiere for a year straight now, like pumping out lots of videos. So I've, I've got it down pretty good. I mean, it's just like any other software. You just put in a little bit of work and it starts you start to get comfortable with it once you get it right for sure did you uh, you, have you used um final cut at all um i actually i haven't i've I've used uh what's that sony vegas before but i didn't i never used them very very much though so yeah gotcha gotcha that's what's up yeah that's that's awesome (laughs) so so like have you ever like produced any 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 of your beats or any any like that in like any producing um okay so 13 out of the the project that's out now peace be the journey yeah 13 songs on that i produced nice there's only three that i didn't yeah that i didn't do okay hell yeah uh yellow yellow goose um you ain't popping and macy's joint i didn't produce those okay what do you think is the best way that you you've made your money as uh as a musician as a hip-hop musician uh, best way, I would say shows. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, that was probably, like, because last year I did that tour, and that was, like, the most money I've made, um, as a musician ever. Like, I did a tour with Portugal the Man. Oh, nice. And that was, like, 29 dates. So, mm-hmm. getting off that shit, that was definitely, like, the most money that I've ever grossed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, in, yeah, in my life, like, in that time. Like, that was wild. Yeah, that, that that would be exciting, bro, for sure. 
Yeah, definitely. All right, so I'm kind of glitching out. <laughs> I usually don't fucking glitch up like this. I haven't glitched up like this since like my first few interviews. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. What? Um, on my this will be my fortieth uh, one, I think, actually. Oh shit! Congrats. Yeah, dude, I'm. I've been fucking grinding, grinding hardcore. Like I've been wanting to work on some music. Like I have like a couple collaborations going on with a couple of artists that I've had as guests. But I've been wanting to like yeah. get into music. But I've been just been grinding so hard on the podcast. I haven't really had time for it. But gotcha, gotcha. I recently. Uh, oh, go ahead. For your music, what you you make beats or are you still rapping? Like because I remember um, you freestyle. I I make I make the beats and. But most for the most part, I find I find the beats. I can't I can make beats. I was making beats for a while, but I don't really mess with that anymore. But yeah, when I usually gotcha. just I've just been writing a lot and and not just writing a lot. I'd like you know just uh sometimes it's freestyle like half freestyle half writing. Like I I put out like four songs like a couple months ago and. I don't know. I guess I don't know if it was getting lazy with. Yeah, it was probably getting lazy with it. But I'd write, I'd write a. If I'm gonna be brutally honest, <laughs> I'd write like a verse, and then the second verse, I just freestyle it, and or okay. just or just freestyle it multiple times until I got one that was feasible. Ah, <laughs> oh, word. Yeah, that's an interesting way of recording. That's tight. Right. <laughs> and I've I've been recording like. I haven't used my software since I got into making videos over a year ago. I haven't used like um, I, I use Cubase. So I the like the last songs that I've been making have been all made on my phone, like my iPhone using GarageBand and nice. <laughs> and I just have like an iRig interface connected to it, so I can connect my good mic to it, so it's still got like a good quality audio. And bam, I got it all together. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. That's tight. For sure. So, so so where do you record your music at? Like, uh, lately. Everything is right in my room. Oh, yeah, nice. Like, that, that whole project, the last one, Peace Be Your Journey, I did that all in my room. This joint that I'm working on right now, all in my room. Like, nice. Yeah. I've only been I've only been in a real studio right a handful of times, maybe like four to five times. Okay, yeah, I've never even been in one. I want to try it out just, just for the experience, but I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, it's definitely not necessary. It, 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 it's a fun experience, especially if you have, like, an engineer that you're in tune with. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I've definitely been in situations where, like, me and the engineer, not to say that we didn't get along, but it was just like, all right, this is new. Because I feel like you have, to, you have to build a real rapport with your engineer yeah. in order for the workflow to be fun, especially if you're coming from doing it by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, there, there was times that I was in there, and it was kind of like, I'm trying to explain something to somebody, but then I'm just like, you know what? I just want to do it real quick because I know what I want and I can just do it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, you don't want to step on anybody's toes either because yeah. it's like, this is your job. This is what you do. I'm not trying to like, you know, put you down. And yeah, for, sh- for sure. <laughs> and I get exactly what you're saying. It's it's actually interesting. I used to produce uh, for my homies too because I had like a home studio built up. Like I had like foam all on the walls and everything. And I, I would produce for my homie, and I recently just had an interview with him, and it was an in, in-person, on-camera interview down here in Kansas City, and he was saying, like, I was asking him, like, why like why he didn't really do much other music and all this other stuff, and he said, like, he wouldn't, like, ra- he would rather just work with me because the vibes was just perfect, and, like, right. I, I... Yeah, exactly. And, uh, that's important. Yeah, and we, we built something, and, like, the songs we would create, like, I don't know, just... 
having fun. Like we had a weird ass song <laughs> called "If I Had Long Hair," and <laughs> it was a fun, fun song. <laughs> He, he starts the verse off with, I reside in the 8 one, two times three. It's just me. <laughs> I don't know. Send me a link to that. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, bro, it, it, I mean, we just had fun. And that, that's Word. the that's pretty much the the most important part. I mean, there is it's there is if you're wanting to take it serious, there's there's it's important to like try to board like to map out your trajectory, but for the most part it's no, about 100%. it's about having fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you. If you're, as you said, if you're taking it seriously, you definitely have to take business into account. Just all the strength of like, you gotta fucking live in this America. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But at the same time, it. The, I look at it like the happiness is definitely the most important shit. Just because it's like, there's times where it was as recent. I was kind of in a place where I was moving around like for the money. Like I was adjusting shit based on how much I'm getting paid and things mm. like that. And it's just like. When I really sat down, I was like, dog, I'm not really that happy. Like, yeah, my shit is, like, I can look at my account and go, oh, word, I'm good. Like, and that feels decent, but at the same time, it's just like, dog, I'm not real. I don't feel that good. You know what I'm saying? So, mm, yeah. I, I feel like at the end of the day, yeah, the, the happiness is for sure the most important shit. Definitely. And that's this, that's actually the most important thing about life. <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. Just because... <laughs> Uh, when you when you're happy, you can project good shit into the world, and I mm-hmm. feel like that's what we're here for is to project good shit, just so we can help other people. You know what I mean? Just for sure. Each one teach thing, you know. Definitely. So, uh, what do you think is the most effective thing you've done to raise awareness for your music? Um, it's a good question because oh, yeah. with me, it's. I have a very weird uh, uh, thing, which is basically like, I never really was like, yo, I got this crazy marketing scheme. This is how I'm going to get people to my music, which is something I really commend a lot of like the microwave rappers for. Like, I feel like they're really good at just finding cool ways to get people in tune to their shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I really fuck with that. Like, I think their marketing is out of this world a lot of for sure but uh with me a lot of my shit has been word of mouth to be honest like i kind of have always just been like let's put the music out see what it does analyze what it does and figure out uh, new approaches and these approaches haven't been anything too crazy like i have never did the whole uh you know uh get a big placement or anything like that like when I was yeah. first putting out music, DJ Booth was big. Like, my first, not my first video, but, like, maybe, like, my third or fourth video, DJ Booth picked up. And for a little bit, they were kind of, like, really supportive okay. of all my videos. So they definitely helped a lot. And um, But I haven't really done anything but put out the music, analyzed, and, you know, kind of allowed the people that fucked with me to spread the music out, which was really cool. Like, for sure. That's the thing I'm thankful for is that I just have people that listen to me that really believe in it and want to share it with others. That's really tight. So I'm super thankful for anybody that supports me in that way. Yeah, and I think that makes sense uh, for for you, like for that to have happened that way, because you're like a real ass artist. I mean, at least I can I can see that. Like you, it looks like you're very consistent and you put in a lot of work. So 
doing the music seems like it's the main focus for you. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like, it, I feel like only as of recent have I like really started paying mm-hmm. attention to, um, you know, um, like marketing and yeah, things like that on sure. a real business level. But as of uh, the past and things like that, I was kind of really against it. it was kind of like just put it out let the people have yeah. it like, I feel yeah, you, you, if you're taking it as a business you you have to pay attention to mm-hmm. everything you know and see i've always loved loved like selling stuff i've always loved doing business kind of stuff like i i was at like 16 i was doing i don't know some kind of multi-level marketing bullshit just because i love the fact of going out and selling stuff so that's always appealed to me so that's just in my blood i think as well as as doing the music like i i don't know what i think they both came up around the same time like i started with fl like back in 2009 like i I got like a cracked version of it and then like i also downloaded i mean not downloaded but that was also when i uh, started doing like the multi-level marketing shit and just like gotcha like i don't know like i i Bought a couple fucking magazines of an entrepreneur magazine. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, I just I love all that stuff. So it actually is just as exciting for me. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just has to be something that you really love. But it can, it can be something that is built upon. I, you can definitely do a lot of the marketing yourself nowadays, and that's like the most coolest thing about it. You don't need a record label to do that, do this, and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just about getting creative and mm-hmm. then turning those ideas into reality like that's why i say like the mind is like really the most important thing it's just a matter of mm-hmm. being able to think something and then you know having uh the willpower to go out and get it yeah <laughs> and also like reinvesting like in yourself like you could reinvest the money oh, you make off your music into the marketing side of your music a hundred percent like that, that's that's very important because i feel like uh the the big thing with like making money off music is like all right so you might see a uh, you're getting a check for let's say a thousand dollars right and your mindset might just be like oh word i made some money off music like now i, I can go do something with this money you know what i mean just go have fun with this money just because yeah. like these are the benefits of my labor but it's like but you're hurting yourself you're doing that like, yeah exactly the, like the smart thing to do is like figure out a way you can propel yourself mm-hmm. with that a thousand dollars rather than you know kind of just drown in it <laughs> like like for you like you could like make a facebook ad specifically targeted in france by people that like j cole or stuff like exactly. that and like just dump like a hundred dollars into that and then start building like even more like like if you have a new project coming out you could even i don't know promote it to your fans like there's multiple ways and like that's just some like basic stuff but it's just it's uh it's fun to think yeah, about it's all part of it. <laughs> yeah for sure definitely all right, so so how hard do you think you focus on your music? Like, how much time a week do you spend working on music, whether it be recording, performing, producing, or branding or promotion? Um, so pretty much all the time. Like, I <laughs> yeah. spend a lot of time just doing music shit. I mean, I wouldn't say like that's exaggerated, but a lot of the time it's like I'll either be in here just making beats, or I'm either just watching videos just on people talking about music or you know studying music whatever it may be and then recording that's like my day-to-day to to be honest yeah yeah now that i'm working on a project it's like i don't get up my whole uh traject my day-to-day plan is wake up write eat breakfast yeah record a little (laughs) make a beat and then go back to writing and then you know that makes sense bro i think that's like just like a creative person's like 
outlook because with me it's the same thing my i wake up to like work on the podcast or work on promoting the podcast or, or whatever and it's interesting because i love i love hip-hop i love mu- music and stuff like that so it, even though i'm not working on music it still feels like i'm working on music because i get inspired daily by everyone that i talk oh, to <laughs> yes that that's the biggest thing i remember i was uh talking to one of my homegirls and she was like trying to plan this thing so we can go out and eat or whatever and i was kind of like all right word i'll do it i'll do it like i was kind of putting it off just because it was like i was in a very creative space and yeah it was just like all right word we can go do that at any time that's kind of how i was looking at it Mm -hmm. and she was just like you're not even doing anything anyway you're just at home like people don't get that did it kind of it 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 can be frustrating (laughs) yeah it was like dog no like Mm -hmm. this is Anything that I sit here and do in the crib is something that can uh, turn into something creative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if even if I'm just sitting here watching TV, like, there was a time for this was like maybe, uh, what, 2018 now? So this is about five years ago. I was working on this project called Stepping Into Tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting at home watching, uh, like, I'm very big on understanding things that aren't necessarily in my world directly so i was yeah. watching documentaries about uh hookers okay <laughs> just just because i just wanted to understand what this is about like yeah you're so open-minded yeah for sure like i just wanted to understand their stories and I'm watching this documentary and at one point in the documentary they play this song and i was like yo this is crazy this is the most fire song blah 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 and i ended up turning that song into a sample for the project, you know, but okay. I, I say all that to say it's just something that if somebody m- might have walked in my room while I was watching this, they would have probably just looked at it like you're really doing nothing, like yeah. you're not even doing anything to help <laughs> you create. But like that thing that people might just see as just uh, recreational, I look at it as studying. Yeah, right? yeah, you know for sure. I mean? just because it can bring so much bigger things just from me doing that one thing. So yeah, I'm very big on that. I agree with you 100%. Anything is can be turned into something creative. For, for sure. sure. And I, I had like a – I just had a talk with my homie the other day like how a lot of times I don't think people value my time. Like, I, And he explained to me, to me like it's not that they don't value your, your time. It's that the way they live their lives, they – like anytime they're not at their job or anything, it's it's chilling, kicking at time or whatever, or yeah, and all exactly. that stuff. But like the way I am, it's like I'm I'm in my room, I'm doing stuff, I'm always working on things, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or if it's just my tune. I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. I I haven't really figured out if it's good or bad yet either. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it, it, everything is about balance, and I, I don't know if I have the balance yet. But I I'm also not in a place where I've. Uh, I've had too much destruction caused because of it. Yeah, so I yeah. Like, once, like a really bad happens because of it, that's that'll probably be the rearranging when it's time to rearrange shit. But I mean, for sure, knows? we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I know before I got like really creative, it was I was like thirteen and fourteen. I was a little hoodlum causing a bunch of shit and <laughs> and be I don't yeah, know just just fucking around. around. <laughs> and then I, 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 I what'd you say? So that was me in middle school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I started getting into music and stuff, and it kind of drew me to other things. And, like, I didn't really want to be around all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I also started yeah, developing no, anxiety as I got older. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. 
But yeah, bro, I'm, uh, is there any, like, uh, we, can, we can start wrapping this up. Is, is there any, like, anything you'd like to let the people know? Any important messages you're promoting or any projects you're working on? Um, so, well, first off, if you're, this is your first time ever hearing my voice or anything like that, I'd appreciate it if you go listen to Peace Be The Journey. It's my project. It's spelled yeah. P-H-E-A-C-E, Be The Journey. And it's spelled like that because, uh, peace and happiness that's why it's P and H. Nice. Um, and yeah, that's on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, it's on there, YouTube, whatever it may be. So yeah, go listen to that project. And I'm working on the next one, which will be announced. I don't want to say soon, but yeah, it's going to be announced eventually. And yeah, that'll be coming out this year. That's what's and up. Also, Lab Rat, that's what I stand for. Lab rat means learn and become better, receive and think. I feel like every day we can learn some shit, but it's about um, using what you learn to make yourself a better person. Otherwise, there's really no point of learning. And then receive and think is just every day we get some information, you know, especially with the Internet, especially, you Mm -hmm. know, like there's so much information just being thrown at us. But the thing about it with the Internet, especially we take the information and we put it right back out because everybody wants to be the first one to have the story because you want all the retweets, yeah. you want all the likes, you want all this stuff. But when you get some information, let's think about it before we put it back into the world. For sure. A lot of times we're putting a bunch of destruction into the world for no reason. Like for a like, is this not that serious? Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what's up, dude. That, that's an awesome message to have. And I'm glad that you're sporting that for sure. I appreciate that. Dog. And yeah, bro, this this podcast is like for for like the, my main target, or it could be for anyone, but my main like target is people who who do hip hop music and who are either just coming up or even you can be have fucking Gucci man. I I don't know, and you can but you yeah. can you can still learn from other artists and you can learn from all this stuff and all that things. And I think we've covered some some badass stuff and we've talked about some some awesome things in this. Uh, conversation i hope people have something they can take away from it for sure man i really appreciate you having me dog yeah definitely and here's here's a new question that i've been asking recently like my last four or five uh uh guests and it's the only question that i've been putting people on the spot and is do you do you have any bars you can spit for us or freestyle right now uh, I do not. <laughs> that, that definitely just threw me off. My bad, y'all. <laughs> no, you're you're good. Like the question is is designed to to to. I don't know if it's a good thing. I like I like it to be like a comfortable uh, environment. Hold on, I think. Are you yeah. still on? Okay, yeah. And like I, I I just thought of like I a lot like my next question is is where I got that from, and it's like I've been asking the the guest like, is there any like things you you would like to hear from the podcast or like any things you could see. And one of my guests, he was like, you should have people freestyle or people like spit some bars. And I was like, Hmm, I, that might be a good idea. No, I, I, I feel it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm very weird about that. Like uh, rapping is fun, but I don't know. I like creating songs way more than just rapping or rap. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And definitely. And that's what, that's what I told him. Like, so, like each guest is different. Like they're comfortable with different things. And some guests, you know, like one of my guys, he, he his freestyling is not his forte. He just he's he's more of like a singer and a rapper and a, and like all that stuff. So I mean, and that's yeah. what that's what I told him too. But I was like, yeah, I, sh- I should just go ahead and and try it and see see how it works, you know, at least. No, for sure. Yeah, I definitely. Feel like, I don't think it's a it's a bad thing at all. No, and yeah, so, so uh, I do have that last question, and it's uh, 
Uh, is there any advice you have for me when I'm conducting these interviews or any tips or flaws you may have noticed that I can work on or do better? Uh, honestly, I felt like this was really fun. Like, yeah, you're on your shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I'm pretty cool with it. Like, Hell I yeah. That's what's up. I, I think I actually get that response a lot, and I think it's because it's two people who, who, who are passionate about us, the same topic, and it's fun for, right. for the guest as well. Yeah, definitely. It felt very personable, you know? Hell yeah, bro. Which I think it's, it's very big with interviews. Like, just to, when things feel like a conversation rather than an interview, like mm -hmm. uh, an interrogation, like, I think that's cool. So <laughs> yeah. That's what this was. And I, and I plan on doing more in-person, on-camera interviews, but since I'm just starting out and I haven't built, like, a studio or anything yet, I, I, I have to really stick with the Skype calls. And I'm sure that will, will be, like, a consistent thing throughout the, the history of this podcast or the, the future of the podcast. But I do plan on getting, like, a studio in Kansas City and, or, or even flying to different places. And I'd love to get you on, like, an a in-person interview. That would be pretty cool. Hell yeah. I'd definitely be down to that. You know, Hell yeah. I'm ever in the town, sure. And, and, and also as well, like, even if it's not in person on camera, I do want to follow up with every artist that I have on in, like, five to six months from their initial interview to see, like, their progress, see what they've done. Would you be down for that? Hell yeah, dog. Got my <laughs> number. Just hit me up. That's what's up, bro. Because it's, it's, it's a cool thing. Like, I think that... It's 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 cool for the guests and it's cool for the artist because it gives the artist like a perspective that, to measure their growth like from the last time and from this time and they can measure like yeah, they can they can see what they've improved on they can see this stuff and that's like a whole nother show I have to design questions for that it's not a whole nother show but it's like it, it'll be different kind of questions because it'll be based yeah. on your progress and I haven't ha I haven't got there yet because I've only been doing these interviews for a month but once I get there I gotta. It's gonna, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> oh yeah, man. No, I agree. I, I'm, I'm definitely down for that for sure. Like, yeah, just hit me up. That's what's up, bro. Well, I'll let you get back to your life, and uh, I'll get back to mine. <laughs> All right, dog. Appreciate you, man. For sure, man. Talk to you later. All right, have, have a good one. You too, man. And that's all for today's episode of the Hasley Podcast. Fantastic things going on. I have a contest that you should go enter in. It uh, ends on March 26th, so make sure that you, March 26, 2018 to be precise. So if you're listening to this future in the future, past that, of course you can't win. But you can win $25. If on All you have to do is go onto the Apple Podcast app and rate and review it and let me know who you are so that I can enter you into the contest in your review. And yeah, you can win $25, so make sure you go do that. And even if it's past that date, go ahead and go do that too because that helps me grow on the podcast. It helps me get on the more list and helps me helps people know that this is a good podcast. And so, yeah, if you want to, you can go follow me on any of my social medias. Go follow HD Ben Dope on his stuff. I will be linking them in the description. But mine is A Hasley pretty much across the board on all of my social medias, and you can find them there. And let's keep this cracking and get it going. We will see you on the next episode. La da 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 da.